Thanks for listening to the Crosspoint Podcast. This is the Young Adults Ministry of the Franklin Road Baptist Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Here we desire to see this generation of young adults reached and revived with the gospel of Christ. We believe our generation has the opportunity to change the world as we know it. We'd love to have you join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. at Franklin Road Baptist Church. Our prayer is that our podcast will help you grow in your relationship with God. Enjoy the Crosspoint Podcast. All right, wanted to thank you for uh, joining us again uh, here in Crosspoint. And uh, this is lesson number seven of our series, Thy Will Be Done, that we'll be teaching today. And uh, this is actually uh, being re-recorded. I had a little bit of technical difficulty, but wanted to make sure that we had the content out there. And so if you have your Bible, you can turn to Genesis chapter number 37 is where we're going to start today. We've been in a series for several weeks here called Thy Will Be Done, How to Discern and Discover God's Will for Your Life. And so just really looking at different passages, different stories, different principles in Scripture that apply specifically to finding God's will as a young adult. And so today we're actually going to look at the kind of the whole story story of Joseph. I'm going to lean a little bit on maybe uh, some previous understanding that you may have of the story of Joseph, but um, wanted to go here and teach lesson number seven that we're calling the long will home, the long will home, which is obviously a play on words there of uh, the long way home. And so Genesis chapter number 37 is where we're going to be today. And if you would, uh, we'll read down through the first 11 verses just to kind of set the stage and then we will dive in. But verse number one uh, in, at the beginning of the story and the life of Joseph, the Bible says this, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob Joseph, being 17, year old, 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou have dominion over us? And they hated him the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the, ele- and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. His father observed the saying. And what we want to spend a little bit of time talking about as we really begin to wrap up this series is what happens when it seems like God's will is taking a long time. What happens when it seems like that there's a time between the promise and the actual blessing? 
What do we do in those moments? And so I want to talk to you for a little bit about that from the life of Joseph. We'll pray and we'll ask the Lord to bless the lesson and then we'll dive right in. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to be in your word. Lord, I pray that we would never take for granted just how valuable the word of God is to our lives today. May we take it. May we apply it. Lord, I pray that you give me clarity as I teach. And God, I ask that you would help this to be a help and a blessing to all those that listen and hear it. In your name we pray. Amen. This past summer, my wife and I had the opportunity and our family to go on a family vacation. Um, we were kind of driving uh, and going to meet my parents down there. And so we had stayed overnight in uh, just outside of Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, so my parents got a little bit of a head start and they were already on the road and they called us. They said, don't get on the interstate. It's just a standstill traffic. You need to take some time to reroute yourself. And so we got on our GPS, on our phones and kind of began to look and reroute ourselves. And, and uh, it was interesting that we would get on this road and it just kind of seemed like every chance we looked over and saw could see interstate, it was more and more backed up and it it took a long time. It was just one of those slow moving things. We kept moving, but it was just kind of, we were all over the place. We were in cities we had never heard of, going through little downtown areas. We had trouble finding places to stop and eat because we were so far in between stuff. And so it was an interesting trip. Well, long story short, we ended up getting down there and, and uh, my parents had kind of uh, had gotten there before us, didn't have to make as many trips because we had the kids. And uh, so we pulled in and we were kind of starting to figure up the math on how long it took them to get there and how long it took us. And it ended up that by even taking the long way to get there, it only hurt us or made us travel about 45 minutes longer. And sometimes in life, what we tend to feel like is taking a long time is actually just an opportunity that God is using to grow us and to develop us. You see, one of the things that I found on that trip was that taking the long way often meant that I was seeing things I would have never gotten to see. Taking the long way gave me an opportunity to maybe not be so worked up on the interstate. Taking the long way caused me to get to experience some things that I would have not gotten to experience had I been on the fast track. And sometimes what feels like it may be taking a long time in your life is actually God using your life and protecting your life from experiencing some things that he never intended for you to experience. Maybe he's allowing you to see some things that you would have never gotten to see. Maybe he's giving you an easier path, even though it may be taking a little bit longer. In the story of Joseph, we see that very early on, from really the first introduction we have of his life, we see that he wasn't the most popular person. And in fact, his popularity even began to decrease the longer that we go into Genesis chapter number 37. He receives these God-given dreams that basically is a prediction and a vision of what his life and what his future will be and what his interaction and relationship with even his family will be. He's given that by God. We see that because it's eventually fulfilled. But I want you to think about the life of Joseph. The truth is, is the life of Joseph, if he would have dreamed that in Genesis chapter number 37, maybe had a few little hiccups along the way in Genesis chapter number 38, all of it ends up working out great. There really wouldn't be that much of a story. But yet God takes him on what feels like the long way. 
God takes him through trials. God takes him through difficulties. God takes him through different things. And the truth is, is that sometimes it feels like there is a big gap between maybe the promise and the fulfillment. And so what we have to try to do, what we are called to do as Christians in those moments is to take time to focus on God in those waiting moments, to not allow the gaps to be something that pull us out of God's will. And so with that in mind, I want to really give you three thoughts, three principles, whatever you want to call them, about taking the long will home, about taking the long way. What does this look like in your life? The first one is this, and the first one's going to rhyme. I wish I was smart enough to make them all rhyme, uh, but I'm not quite that good. So the first one will rhyme, but uh, the next two will not. So don't, don't get your hopes up thinking that you're going to be able to remember all these just because they rhyme. But the first one is this, is don't quit because of a pit. Don't quit because of a pit. I want you to go to Genesis chapter number 39 and in this passage, we're not going to take the time to read all of it. We understand that after Joseph went and visited his brothers one more time, and as they were working out in the fields, they eventually they sell him, they put, sell him into slavery, and he ends up working his way all the way to Potiphar's house. Now, we understand that because of some of the promotion that he was receiving, Joseph was where it felt like he was starting to experience this climb up. But before he ever gets to this point, Joseph was in a pit situation. His brothers had kind of stepped back and had seen some of the things that were going in Joseph's life. And, and in that moment where they threw him in a pit and sold him into slavery, Joseph had a choice to make. Joseph could have chosen in that pit to not be who God had called him to be once he arrived in Egypt. Joseph could have chosen and, and allowed the bitterness of the pit to affect his life at Potiphar's house. Joseph could have chosen to maybe have animosity toward his brothers. Joseph could have given up on God in that pit. But he chose to continue to serve and believe in the God of his father once he arrived in Egypt. And some of you right now, it feels like that you've just hit a wall. It feels like you're in a pit. Feels like you're just completely stopped. Feels like everyone's maybe turned against you. Maybe you feel like you're in a pit in your relationships. Maybe you feel like you're in a pit in your finances. Maybe you feel like that you're in a pit in your education. Whatever it may be, it feels like that you're just stuck. And it gives you an opportunity in those moments. Satan wants you to choose to quit while you're there. Well, if this is how it's going to be, if this is how my relationships are going to be, then I guess I'm just going to go and find the first person that I, I, I think is cute to marry. If this is how my finances are going to be, then I guess I'll just do it this way. If this is how my education is going to be, then I guess I'll just do it this way. If this is how my job is going to work, then I guess I'll just throw everything I can at it and forget God. But in those pit moments, you have a choice of who you will become. You have a choice of what you will do. You have a choice of where you will be once you get out of the pit and who you will be once you get out of the pit. And so the first thing that I want you to see is don't quit in a pit. Secondly is this, don't sacrifice your character for, promo for promotion. Don't sacrifice your character for promotion. Genesis chapter number 39 which we referred to uh, just a second ago, uh, that followed after the pit. In Genesis chapter number 39, we see that Joseph is now being promoted. 
And the truth is, is that there is one thing that has been kept back from him, and that is the wife of Potiphar. And in Genesis chapter number 39, she actually opens herself up to where he has an opportunity to even control that part of Potiphar's house. And he could have just as easily sacrificed his character for that promotion. He could have taken control of everything in Potiphar's house. He was not called to be responsible to anyone there in Egypt. But I want you to look at Joseph's response. Look at verse number 9. This is after Potiphar's wife tries to, tries to tempt him, tries to convince him. But look at verse number 9. This is Joseph speaking. He says, There is none greater in this house than I. Neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. Now then, can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Sin against God? One of the things that you must recognize on the long will home is that there will be some opportunities that feel like shortcuts. There will be some things that you feel like, well, I can just take this quick little bypass and it will get me where I need to be. But if that shortcut is something that negates God in your life, then it was not, there, it was not given to you there by God, but by Satan. And Joseph could have chosen to say, here's my shortcut, here's my out, this is my way to work my way to the top, I'll be rich, I'll be in control, I'll have uh, this spouse, I'll ha- I-, I can have control of everything that I want, but, but I will have ignored God in the process. And so don't, don't sacrifice your character for promotion. And then the last thought is this is point to God in prison and promotion. Point to God in prison and promotion. I want you to go and flip to the end of the story in Genesis chapter number 50. Flip to the end of the story in Genesis chapter number 50. I love how the story of Joseph concludes. Look at verse number 18. The Bible says this, And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as as it is this day, to save much people alive. You'll recall that Joseph, after he fled Potiphar's wife, was thrown into prison. Potiphar had him thrown into prison. Two men were there, the uh, butler and the baker, and, and Joseph interpreted dreams, and it felt like that they forgot him. One of them ended up being killed. One of them ended up being promoted. They forgot Joseph. And yet through all of that, both in prison and at the top of, and once the promise was fulfilled, Joseph could have just as easily said, woe is me when he was in prison. Well, I guess it's over with. There's no way I can go from prison to to a palace. There's no way that my brothers are going to come and bow down to me. There's no way that any of this can happen, so I guess I'm just going to give up. But he chose to point people to God even in prison. Even in his lowest moments, he was pointing people back to God. And then in Genesis chapter number 50, Joseph's life does not conclude with the gotcha moment that many of us would probably have taken. 
If you would have been through the life that Joseph had led and your brothers finally bowed down to you and the promise was finally fulfilled, we probably would have all gotten a good laugh at how hard we could make them work for that. But Joseph chose to step back and in that moment say, I'm not here to play God in your life. I'm not even here for you to worship. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And now as a part of his plan, look at what he has done. And here's what I want you to see. Is that sometimes the distance between the promise and the fulfillment feels like a very long time. Feels like a curvy, windy road that you're never going to get to your destination. But what you don't understand in that moment is that God is weaving and working His plan and working in you so that one of these days you can point to Him and say, this is what you were trying to do all along. It's interesting that on our way back from the... uh, from vacation, the trip where we ended up taking uh, the long way there and we ended up not really having very, very many shortcuts. It's interesting that when we got back into the car to head back to Murfreesboro, both my wife and I looked at each other and we, we wanted to try to find a way to go back the way that we had gotten there. And there were some curves, there were some frustrations, there were some things that we wouldn't have chosen But both of us were smart enough to recognize that that was a much more enjoyable trip because of the way that it was done than what it would have been had we been on the fast track. (coughs) Let me just say that in your life, when you look back on it from the destination, from the fulfillment, there's a good chance that if you're a child of God who has walked with God through those times, that you'll look back on the long way and you'll say, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it that way again. I'd go the long way one more time. I'm thankful for what I saw on the long way home. I'm thankful for all of the lessons that God taught me. I'm thankful for all of the little opportunities along the way. I'm thankful that God took me that route. And maybe I learned a few more things about God and who He is and what He's done. Maybe my prayer life increased because I simply was willing to trust God on the long will home. And so here's my encouragement. Just like Joseph, you have a choice. You can get frustrated that maybe something's not happening in the time frame that you wish it were. You can get upset that maybe God's not doing it the way that you thought He would do it. But you also have some choices to where you can say, I'm not going to quit just because I'm in a pit. I'm not going to sacrifice my character for promotion and try to fast track this thing. And both in my lowest moments and my highest moments, (coughs) I'm going to point to God. My prayer is this for you, is that as you take the long will home, you will see how God is orchestrating your life Your job is simply this. Don't quit on Him. Don't give up your character just to get something that you want. And point to God in your lowest moments and your highest moments. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If this lesson is helpful to you, feel free to share it with someone else or let us know by emailing us at crosspoint at franklinroad.org. You can also check us out 
at FRBC underscore Crosspoint on Instagram and Twitter. We look forward to connecting with you again soon.